You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you can grow your business, get more clients, monetize, and scale. And I'm excited today because we have a special guest. We are talking to Brooke, and we want to talk today about entrepreneurship, juggling business with babies, because I'm sure many of you that listen to this podcast are moms, and you're like, how do we do this while also being a business owner? But also building an online business, you know that building an online business is so very near and dear to my heart because this is what I have done. So I am very excited to connect with Brooke, and we're going to chat about all of this today. Welcome, Brooke. How are you doing today? Oh, thank you so much for having me. What an intro. How beautiful. I am doing very well. I'm honored to be here. I can't believe this is my life. I just, a lot has happened in my life in the past couple of months, which we'll talk about. And the fact that I'm sitting here today still blows my mind. Oh, I love these type of stories. (laughs) So I'm so glad to get into your story and just tell tell us about yourself. How did you get into business? How have you built an online business? All the things we want to know. Because before we got on here, me and Brooke were talking. She is in Croatia. It is beautiful. She is looking out at the water. Today in Chicago, it is cloudy. So Brooke is <laughs> in a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. And let us know, let us know a little bit about yourself. All right, so I'm coming up to being in business for seven years, but the business I have now is not the business I began in business with. So I originally started in business with an event management business, and I also had a product-based business, a sunglasses store that was all online. And I was using social media to obviously grow an audience, build a brand and sell for both of those businesses. Now, seven years ago, no one was really teaching social media. There were businesses offering social media management, but it just it just wasn't something being taught. So I had other business owners approaching me. I attended a networking event and everyone said, who's doing your social media because it's really good? And I said, I just do it myself. And these business owners said to me, can you tell us how to do it because, or can you show us how to do it because we can't afford social media management and it's the biggest struggle in our business. And I thought, okay, sure, why not? I don't feel like I'm doing anything super difficult. I'd love to show you how to do it. And I started teaching businesses from my apartment um, about six businesses at a time. And then gradually the word spread because these small business owners were managing their own Instagram. They were growing really fast. They were making sales. And I had more and more people contacting me saying, can we learn off you? So that went on for probably about two years. I taught social media workshops. Um, And then I was getting requests from businesses, obviously interstate, because this is back in Australia and overseas, to do things online. And I thought... I don't want to go online because I'll get copied by someone who's bigger and better than I am. And my energy, I don't feel like would translate through a screen. But 
boy was I wrong. So I eventually did end up putting my lessons online and created the social club, which is my online training community now. And within a couple of months that shot off and I had, I think within six months, I had 500 members from countries all around the globe that are paying a monthly fee to get weekly training videos. And I've now had the social club for coming up to five years in December, which is what allows me to be here. I've had almost 3,000 members from 34 countries around the world, which still blows my mind. My husband's been able to quit his job and we've been able to move over the world. And we're in Croatia at the moment for a couple of months. After this, we're going to Bali. We'll go back to Perth. Then we go to New Zealand. And we're just going to be kind of digital nomads for a few years. We're building a house in Perth, but the building industry in Australia because of COVID took a big hit. And what was meant to be a 10-month build has already been two years and we don't even have a roof on it. So we've been living in the spare room at my parents and I just thought, this sucks. Let's not do this anymore. (laughs) So we tried something different that's working. And I also have an audit service where I audit business Instagram accounts, which was something that I created when I first had the idea of moving and living overseas to supplement my husband's income. Um, And they're working really well and selling out like bonkers and I'm fully booked for the next couple of months. And it's just all like, I don't, I, I just, even saying it out loud, I'm like, how is this my life? How is this my life? How did I get here? I'm not sure. <laughs> I love it. And Brooke, we connect on so many levels and have similar stories. I have a membership program too. So I'm so excited to talk about this because that's amazing. Yes. First of all, congratulations. <laughs> that is awesome. I also Thank aspire you. to be a digital nomad. Literally, my husband just asked me or mentioned to me this week, he said, what do you think about living in like different places for a few months out of the year? I was like, oh my God, he wants to do this now. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes. So I've been looking at like Costa Rica and all the places ah, because having an it. online business, we can go wherever, right? And so thank right. you for inspiring us to learn more about where the different places we can go. I can't wait to see all the places that you guys are visiting. That is amazing. And I just love your story. Thank you so much for sharing. So let's talk about parenting and running a business because this is, I mean, yes, run a business. We have to be a parent. We have to juggle all the things. But when it comes to doing both of this, what are some tips that you have for like online business owners? Because I feel like specifically online business owners, we don't have a physical, we may not have a physical office, right? We get to do everything online. Our teams are online, but how do we juggle this? Give us some tips. So my son is one year, two months. And something that I know for sure is that the way I work around him constantly evolves and changes. And my life has changed a lot in the last couple of months. So before we came to Croatia, the way I worked my work, I suppose, is my husband would actually have Mondays off. And on Mondays, that was my get every single thing you could possibly get done for the weekday. I would start work at like five in the morning. I would work through till seven o'clock at night because the rest of the week, my only chance to work was when my son was napping. And as you as a mother know, 
As much as you love nap times to start at the same time every day, go for the same amount of time every day, finish at the same time every day, it just doesn't always work like that. So the rest of the week, I always felt like I was constantly rushing, never finishing anything. And it just actually wasn't a very enjoyable way to live. And then coming to Croatia, my husband has been able to obviously quit his job and work as, well, he's doing some work for me as my little bitch. Nah, he'd hate if he heard me say that. Um, (laughs) um, But he looks after Carlo every day, which it's actually allowed me to love what I do again, because I've always loved what I do, but because I didn't love how I had to work and constantly feeling like I was on a timeline, it just, it made it really difficult. And I really struggled with that. So, oh God, I know tips can't be for everyone to get your husband to quit his job, but getting help. I I honestly don't know how people will do it without help because it's just not an enjoyable way to work. And you want to put your baby first and you want to give them everything. And there's nothing worse than feeling frustrated because they want your attention and you're trying to concentrate on something with work. And then you feel like you're doing a terrible job as a mother. You feel like you're doing a terrible job at your job. And then you go to bed and you wake up the next day and you do it all over again. So um, some advice that was given to me was rather than trying to do everything every day, just have one task for each day. And that's what I've moved forward with. And then since moving here and having the extra help, some advice that was given to me was do your really high level tasks when you first wake up. Because I would wake up, you know, first thing, social media, emails, everybody else's problems. And then I would leave my high level money making tasks till later in the day when I'd be drained and exhausted and creatively like depleted. So from making that switch that when I get up in the morning, I don't check my DMs, I don't check my emails, I focus on my audits or my content creation for my membership. And then I have lunch. And then after lunch, I do my emails and all the other stuff. And that has been, oh, that's given me back the love for what I do because I get to do what I love when I feel my best. And isn't that the point of having a business rather than working for someone else? We just kind of forget it along the way. Yes. Oh my goodness. The tip about doing the, the, do the hard things first when you wake up, right? Or, well, you, did you, you said do the high level things when you first get up, right? We want to make sure that we're not checking social media. And I, I know that I need to like cut back on that a little bit because you could just get in the habit of like, oh, let me make sure like, no, before 10 o'clock, I'm not checking my phone. Yes. You can run your business how you want to run your business. And I love that you said that because I don't take clients or client calls on Mondays or Fridays unless like there's like a project or something that like needs my attention. But I really love how you said that. I mean, there's never going to be a real balance, right? But no. that help is so important. And neither one of us obviously can say, tell your husband to quit your job because that's our our stories. But 
someone can help you. And I mean, just someone, a nanny, like no one is going to look at you differently for like hiring help. And I think more women, especially, we need to just ask for help. So don't be afraid to do that because I have help. That is why I am saying I have, I asked her, I said, <laughs> today I'm taking a walk. I need to do this. Can you help me with this? And yeah. then I don't put too much, we don't, don't put too much on your plate. Right. Yeah. Um, and saying no and having boundaries. So I love everything that you said. I love everything you said. So <laughs> let's talk about this digital nomad life because we want to work anywhere in yes. the world. So this has become a huge, huge thing in the last few years, I think, but more than, more than that though, I just think that with social media, people are starting to see it more and now they're like, oh, what's this digital nomad life? So what are some things that you have found successful when it comes to being a digital nomad? Like, are there some pros? What are maybe some cons, some things we should think about? Because I really am interested in this. So something that's obviously becoming pretty clear to us since being here, I've my husband's Croatian, my father's also from over here, and I've been here many times. Now, I live in Perth, Western Australia, and it is often reported that it's one of the most expensive cities in the world to live in. And I never really understood it and I never really felt it until this trip. So this trip has made me, and perhaps it's because my business is making more money now. I'm not sure what it is, but it's so expensive to live in Australia. Like our small business tax and our BAS is, and even our personal income tax, it's wild absolutely wild. So what my husband and I have been researching is different countries that have these digital nomad visas or um, visas that allow you to work in the country tax-free. So I don't know the exact details of them yet because we're still looking into it, but our long-term plan is to actually, uh, Bali has a five-year tax-free visa for digital nomads. Five years, can you imagine five years of not paying tax? (gasps) OMG. I could retire. (laughs) So, and previously it always felt like I don't know. I don't know if it's imposter syndrome or what it is, but you you hear it and you think, oh, but I could never do that. Well, I went through something pretty sad during COVID. My sister was really sick and unfortunately she passed away. And from two years, not from COVID, something else, but from two years of watching someone and many sick people in the hospital be the way they are. And it almost sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. Like you have one life and if you're healthy, there is literally nothing in the world other than COVID like shut down the world. But after that, that can stop you from doing anything you want other than you telling yourself you can't do it. So when she passed away, I thought, what would be all the like what are all the things she said that she wanted to do in her life and she wanted to live here and she wanted to go there and she wanted to do this and I was like well I'm going to go do it all because I could maybe one day get sick like touch everything but you just never know you never know and in honestly anyone that is sick and in hospital would give 5 minutes of the worst day in your business, the biggest disaster you've had in your business, they would take five minutes of that to just not be sick. So 
it was a big wake-up call for me. Anyway, and I started looking into more opportunities and thinking, all right, well, why not? Okay, it's lots of paperwork. Okay, I'm going to have to change my business structure and I might need to do this and open bank accounts and blah, 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 blah. All the excuses that we tell ourselves that are just excuses because we can't be bothered. That's it. It's just effort that a lot of people don't want to make or they don't know anyone that's done it. So they think, well, well, what, like, why, why, why would it work for me? And until you start saying why not, and really, if you keep going down the line of why not, there's nothing stopping you. You know, when people are in like a really toxic relationship and they make every single excuse as to why they can't break up with the person, and you're like, well, no, if you really wanted to, you just do. And it's kind of the same. Break up with the life that you don't like and go live your way better, cooler, awesome life. Why not? Wow. That <laughs> did is, that answer I, your question? <laughs> it did. I mean, I'm so interested in being a dish. So, like, I, I'm so excited that we got to chat about this today and share this with everyone because I know that a lot of people aspire this as well. And so, like I said, my husband, when he said that, I'm like, OMG, I'm going to go back to him and say tell him everything you said about this because we really do want to research more. So thank you so much for that because, like you said, and I'm very sorry about your sister. And like you said- We don't know what tomorrow brings. If you want to do this, if you want to start an online business, create passive income, travel the world, you can do it all. Like there is nothing stopping us from this. So Mm -hmm. don't let those things stop you. Just like Brooke said, oh, you got to get a different bank account, structure your business different. Well, I'll just look into it and see what has to be done so that I can live the life that I desire because I don't want to have to wait 10 years from now to to have to do that. So thank you so much for sharing that. So now I want to talk a little bit about Instagram. So Yes, my favorite topic ever. Yes, we both (laughs) love Instagram. I've been on Instagram since Instagram started. We know that Instagram has changed. (laughs) It has changed, but we're all evolving. So what are some tips for Instagram when people are trying to build their personal brands and just generate more leads and income from Instagram? I find that... Instagram is a really good place to get leads, but also to close clients. So just give us some tips, like your best tips about Instagram. Oh, okay. So something that works really well for me that I love, and I'm in a a different position now. So previously I had the membership and as a membership owner yourself, Michelle, you'll know that memberships are fantastic because they're scalable without your workload dramatically increasing. But since launching my audit service, which I only actually launched just after we left, it's almost reminded me that sometimes you just can't take on more work. So you have to adjust your strategy because I can't take on the work. So I can't have the leads coming in, right? I'm trying to build my team at the moment so that I can. Um, So with the social club account that the purpose of that account is to get people into the membership, um, constantly ensuring that I'm sharing member results, that I'm sharing um, like stories and experiences of the businesses that are signed up to it. That's what gets us sales into the social club. Now, on the other hand, my audit service, which is a higher price point, what I do to get leads from that is I will put up a post um, with mistakes that a business owner is making on Instagram. And then I will ask my following to comment with an emoji if they're feeling the same. Then once they comment, I reach out to them personally 
and via DM and DM is absolutely my like gun for selling. That's why people say to me, why do you spend every single day doing DMs? Well, that's where I make all my sales. That's where I get all of my customers. So focus your time on where you get your customers. With my Brooke Valinovich personal brand account, I don't often get customers from posts. So I don't post as much anymore. I did when I was building the brand, but the brand is relatively well established now. People know what I do. I don't need to constantly talk about Instagram on my personal brand anymore. Um, People now, what they want from me on that account has definitely changed. They want to see behind the scenes of my life. They want to know how I'm juggling mum versus business. They want to know now about how all these visas are working and traveling's working and how to work and travel with a baby and all of those questions and how to balance it. The balance, mm, I'm still working on the balance part. Um, And they want to be inspired by it because I had so many people tell me, you can't do that. And you you can't you won't be able to operate your business like that. Oh, once you have a baby, you won't be able to do that. And I get it. When you have kids, yes, life changes dramatically. But actually, you can. And it really bothers me when people tell me I can't do something. It like bothers me in my core. So I'm trying to show other women in business who have children that want to live a different style of life that actually you can. I want to inspire them to. And it might all fall apart and I might eat my words, but so far it's actually going really well. So um, that that's, I got a little bit off track, but on my Brooke Valinovich account, when I'm looking for sales, I do one post, I use the call to action to comment with an emoji, and then I DM them and start the sales process there. And that's how I make sales. And that's how I book myself out for months. So that's what I recommend anyone listening do. If you've got the audience there, they're already interested in what you've got to say. So now it's just about how you convert them. And I believe, especially if you're a a product that perhaps has or a product or a service at a higher price point, if you can get that one-on-one conversation going, it's going to make them feel seen. It's going to make them feel heard. It's going to make them feel... um, like you care enough because you should care enough. If they're going to give you money and they've never worked with you before, then then that's a big exchange of trust, right? So you should invest your time into giving them that one-on-one attention as you would if, you know, a customer walked into your retail store. You wouldn't address every customer in the store. You talk to them one-on-one. How are you doing? Is there anything I can help you with today, et cetera, et cetera. So that's my best tips around that. Oh, this was juicy. <laughs> I love Instagram too. And I agree with you. I, so I use my personal brand page and I do get people um, like in my programs or my digital products and things like that. So I love how you said how you do the posts and you have the call to action, which is so important. If you want so someone important. to actually do something on Instagram, just tell them, just mm, tell them and so then funny. start that conversation, in the DMs. Yeah. That is how you definitely close. And thanks yeah. for sharing that. That is such a great tip. Like you want to build those relationships. That's how you close sales on Instagram. And like you said, it doesn't have to be a bajillion people. You want the quality people from Instagram yes. and just use it as the top of the funnel lead magnet to build your expertise, let people know that you know what you're talking about, that you're exactly what they're looking for. They're searching for you because Instagram is like a search engine. So it's TikTok. So start thinking about too, like, how you're structuring your content because people are searching for specific t- 
titles or things. And so if they're searching for online business expert or whatever, make sure you have that in your title too, so that people can find you. So those are some great tips. And thank you so much for dropping all the gems today on this podcast. This was a great episode. I mean, all the gems about being a digital nomad to juggling business to Instagram tips. You have definitely laid it out for us. So thank you so much, Brooke, for all your amazing tips. But we want to know where can we find you online? What do you have going on that you want to share with everyone? Well, thank you so much for having me. I love to share this tips and advice and this journey, like I said, to inspire others. And if anyone told you you can't do it, you can do it. So my Instagram account is Brooke Belinovich, but that's a little hard to spell. My company is Social Club Community. So if you go there, then my personal Instagram account is linked in the bio there. And then you can find us at socialclubcommunity.com. So I currently have two services that I offer. I have the Social Club membership, which is more like the DIY version. So this allows a business owner to learn. You get weekly training videos and you also get access to the community um, if you have questions or need support versus the audit service that I offer, which is more of the done-for-you service. So my audit, I have a mini, a mega, or a super mega, just depending on whatever your business is struggling with on Instagram and what you want help with specifically, um, and I tailor it to suit. So that's the two options that I have available if you'd like to work with me or join my community. Yes. Thank you so much. And yes, we will leave all of that in the show notes so you can check out Brooke. You can follow her on Instagram. You can check out her amazing community. Thank you so much, Brooke, for coming on the Social Media Decoded podcast and dropping all of these amazing gems today. We really appreciate you. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.